turn the corner right. Something going. Ready? Okay. There we go. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Neurotic Nourishment. Wait, Welcome wait. to Neurotic Nourishment. You say like the movie phone guy. You're not old enough for that. Okay, mm-hmm. go on. Yes. Uh, we have Dr. Weisner. Hello. And I am Sharon Sapir, nutritionist. And we have a very special guest today. I'm super excited. We have Deborah Davis. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's an amazing trainer in the Five Towns area of Long Island, but she also has an Instagram. It is... Deb with two B's, D underscore fitness. Ooh. Oh, the D is underscored? No, it's a D and D then an and underscore. Then an underscore. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, how do you underscore the D? Yeah. Sorry, I had a brunette moment. Um, <laughs> say, what are you going to say? Yeah, yeah, I was looking at you and I was like, oh, I can't say blonde moment. Uh, we both know it's not natural, so, so it's okay. No, it's good. No. Good. Um, <laughs> we, so I wanted to have have Deb on the program because I know Deb personally for a while now, I think like eight years or so. Yeah, something about that. Yeah. Um, Deborah was the first friendly person that I met. <laughs> In your life? Well, I was new and I didn't know anyone and we had our kids, um, Jojo and Ezra were in the same right. group and in the same class and I was very shy. Believe it or not, I am quite a shy person. No. I know. Um, well, she... She can be. Yeah, okay. I can she be can shy. Be. Like, especially... New people. Yeah, and it's, if I'm in a group with people louder than me, I will instantly become the quiet yeah. one. But... You've changed also. I was going to say, I don't think... She's changed a lot. Come over out of my shell. She's definitely come out of her shell. So, uh, yeah, Deborah was super friendly, and we became fast friends. And when I met you... You had just given birth to my second child, yeah. Okay. And I had put on about 75 pounds with that pregnancy. Right, right. Yeah, and it was rough. Uh huh. Being in a body that I didn't feel belonged to me. Right. Um, But I just kept going on. And I think after about like three or four weeks, no, not like that, like five weeks after I had the baby, Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even. Somebody told me about a gym in the neighborhood, and I was too, like, shy to go down there. So I emailed them to ask them about it. And I went down there at, like, 2 o'clock when there was nobody there. And they showed me around, and I signed up with a personal trainer to keep me coming back. Sure, keep you yeah. uh, accountable. Accountable, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. And I started, I couldn't even do a push-up. I did them on the wall. Um, I went twice a week. I did Pilates once a week, and that's how I started. So you guys can't see Deborah, but Deborah has one of the sickest bodies. Yeah, she's I've, smoking hot. She's I, so smoking hot, thank you. and you're like known for it too. <laughs> no pressure. She's all red. She's all red, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, but what was your highest weight? Um, when I was a teenager in high school, I got up to I want to say. Two sixteen, right? And you're like five seven, and I'm five seven, right? Yeah, but that's I can carry. I was able to carry the weight, yeah. Um, but I just didn't feel, I, I didn't feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that I was capable of of being healthier. Basically, okay. I was always interested in health. Um, as a kid, I I grew up in a home where 
it, I, I'm orthodox, so right. a lot revolves around food. Right. So food, food this, we're mm-hmm. cooking, we're preparing, we're this. So, And we're sitting at the table, not just for a 20-minute meal. We're sitting for two hours sure. and talking. And the more that we're sitting and eat and food's on the table, the more you eat. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so I struggled with weight as a child. And when I was in eighth grade, I... I started, my mom was always, help, like, she she always was, quote, unquote, healthy, you know? Mm-hmm. Low fat, low carb, lots of fruits, right. lots of veggies. Right. Um, and she would, and I would see her every morning. Mm-hmm. The one thing that really sticks in my mind, and I mm-hmm. think really made an impression, every morning I would mm-hmm. wake up for school, and mm-hmm. she'd be walking on the treadmill. Oh, that's oh. good. And I saw that. And as a mom now, mm-hmm. uh, because of the things that I saw my mom do, yeah. It's taught me that, you know, you really teach your kids yeah. by what you do. Not really what you say. They see what you do and they want to be like that. Right. And I lost some weight in eighth grade, which I eventually <laughs> put back on in high school, mm-hmm. plus some. Mm-hmm. And and that was one period in my life where I dropped and gained. Right. And then I, because I had, and then I finished high school. Uh-huh. And I got a job um, while I was in college and it was two miles Away, so I would walk back and forth for the for the exercise, and I started watching what I was eating, and I slowly started to shed some of the weight, and I I majored in um, nutrition, so Mm -hmm. I got a degree in nutrition in college. How was that for you? But I mean, by then it sounds like you were at a weight that you felt comfortable with. I was at a weight I was comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't exercising. I was Mm -hmm. just uh, eating in my yeah, eating right. what I wanted mm-hmm. and watching and and trying to walk as much as possible. Mm-hmm. My, my question was just because um, I feel like and I think hopefully you'll both back me up on this. I'm the only one without a nutrition ish background. Is I think a lot of times people have voiced that like you're well. I mean, obviously we're judged by our appearance in this society, and you know if you as a nutrition major and you know you had struggled with your weight, I guess I wondered. How your experience would have been different if you know if you were heavier or if you didn't look the part or if um... I wasn't like I am. I wasn't thin. I was mm-hmm. average. Right. Mm-hmm. I was average when I was in college, mm-hmm. um, and I I just wanted to learn. Of I course. just wanted to learn all these things about nutrition, and I learned. For me, it was I was so fascinated by more so how the body uses the the nutrients mm-hmm. that we take in, but yet those skewed thinking from childhood of the low fat, the low carb. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, where I think most of the problems lie is portion is the portion sizes. Mm-hmm. Because if I compare the size of uh, lunch I eat now to the size mm-hmm. of lunch I ate then, maybe my lunch now is more caloric, mm-hmm. but much less food. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Because you're thinking, oh, it's low fat, it's low carb, I'm going to eat more of it. Right. And you lose sight of portion control. Right. It's like those people who eat, quote unquote, eat clean, but they don't understand why they're not losing weight. Right. It's like because your portions are just too big. Yes. So that like clicked in you later on. Later on. Yeah. That's later on. So I graduated college. Um, I started having... I started having kids. I had my first child. I it was hard. 
was hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we can all agree it's, it's really it was, hard. It was definitely a science experiment. <laughs> yeah. So was mine. Mine too. <laughs> that poor first child. But he's so good. I mean, he is. I can vouch for I that. Just Everyone yeah, loves that. Yeah. So, and then I got pregnant again with my second. The second pregnancy was a lot harder. I think most moms can agree. Once you have a child at home. Yes. Oh, it's, it's torture. That, it's hard. It, it was hard. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I put on the, I guess that's, and I would go to the doctor and he would say, oh, you gained 10 pounds this month. And I don't know why. Right. I was yeah. eating so well. Right. But I was picking. I would yeah, I'm a picker. Right. So yes. I was constantly in the cabinets, mm-hmm. picking here. Like you always talk about Oh, that because I'm such a picker. And it took me a very long time to realize that if I put all those little pieces that I was picking, put them on a plate, I'm like a thousand calories. For up. sure. Yeah. No, yeah. what you said about the um, the cookies and the things. Oh. Like I'm not, you know, I'm I not. Bought a, that, I'm not a sweets. I'm not a sweets person, but I was like, oh God, I can see that. Like you eat yes. a leg here and a yes, leg there. And suddenly you've eaten 20. Animals my downfall it's like I'm kind of bored I'm kind of nudgy mm-hmm. and you go oh it's just a little piece but then you're like there's another little piece that fell over there and before you know it, I'm like digging out the the whole pieces to find the little pieces <laughs> that do? don't count I'm like this I'm pushing them to the exactly we're kindred spirits like this is what we do we're pickers we're pickers we're yeah. the vultures I'll drink like, the crumbs yeah, and we'll drink the crumbs exactly. like, I didn't have any cookies today I didn't have a whole cookie I just had seven halves it's fine oh gosh so anyway so you were a picker and I you ended picker, up putting a lot of weight 75 pounds with my second child wow yeah and it was hard I didn't want to leave after I had the baby I didn't want to go out of the house um, I had no clothing that fit me oh. and that's when I emailed the gym mm-hmm. and I started slowly um, and I I have a lot of drive when I want something bad enough I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make it my business to work hard and, and focus yes I'm very, very goal oriented which is great yeah. Yeah. yeah so good could be. Could be. <laughs> Unless it's your drive to find right. all the uh, the cookie pieces. Right, the right. That becomes yeah, a problem. I hear you. And then you get all the <laughs> cookie pieces. <laughs> even those little, even, even if it's a chocolate chip in there, you're like, I'm going to get it. This is not a whole cookie. But, um, yeah. Uh, so... I started exercising, mm-hmm. and then as I got stronger and more confident... I never really dieted. Dieting is not for me. I don't like restrictions. Mm-hmm. I don't like being told what I can and cannot eat. Right. And I think that's why I switched my focus in career from nutrition to personal training because mm-hmm. I'm an act- I like to be active yes. I, because I pick when I'm bored or whatever. I don't right. like to ever be bored. Right. I want to stay busy. Right. So I like to be active and I mm-hmm. felt like that suited my personality more. And I... And slowly, slowly, I started to make changes in my in my life, in my in my shopping, um, and just in my approach towards food. So instead of buying the zero, like Sharona taught me, don't just eat a fruit; eat a fruit with it with a piece protein, of cheese, yeah. yeah, or a fruit, and yeah, like you said, a piece of protein. And so I did that. Um, I started buying certain organic things. I stopped buying low fat. I started buying full fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I cut down my portion control. I'm not going to say I'm always great. I, I Do you do the scale measuring? I don't no. know. 
I, I love you. You're, you're very. I don't weigh anything. That's not for you. Not for me. Yeah. I don't weigh myself. I don't weigh my food. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I just too obsessive for me. Yeah. I'm an obsessive kind of person, and I think that would make you it, have to yeah. know yourself. And yeah. like, I am a big advocate of tracking and weighing, but not for every single person. Right. Because if if it gives you anxiety, if you can't just see it as data, then why? You can try for a period of time, but if it's still not doing good things for you, right. it's just not a good thing. And you've done it in a more intuitive manner where it's like, how do you feel? How do your clothes fit? You know? And this process was a long, long Very process. Long. I've, been, I've been on my fitness journey, I want to say it's been about eight years. Well, mm-hmm. And you recently did a post about um, weight set point. Oh, yeah. Which really rang true for me. Oh, I'm so happy. Because... I feel like throughout these these years, each at each point, I hit a set point, and I had to stick with it and stick with it. And so long as I kept my, like you said, so long as I kept my weight for a certain point mm-hmm. of time, like I have never been this weight in my life. Mm-hmm. For the past six months, I've maintained to some degree five or I don't know how much I weigh, but I could, I could right. yes, you can tell. feel yes, right. Yes. So I guess this is now my new set point. Yes, absolutely. Because you've held it for long enough. So your body wants to keep you there. So it means that even if you eat a little bit more, your body's going to work extra to... Your metabolism does go up a little mm-hmm. bit. And if you eat less, it's going to slow down a little because it wants you to stay at this weight. Right. It's both a good and a bad thing. If you're trying to lose weight, which you're not because you right. are optimal, Thank you. Um, then it's hard because it feels like no matter what you're doing, your body's not responding. So you have to keep being consistent. You have to override that. And that's all about consistency and time. But if you're trying to, I mean, if you're not trying to gain, but you're, you know, overeating here and there, it's also great. I mean, it's a good thing because you're just not going to fluctuate up five, 10 pounds as easily. It's yeah. A thing. So that so really there. resignated Yay. with me. So happy. And um, it's been a journey. I don't think I know it all. Not even close. I feel like there's so much more to learn. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm just excited to learn more and keep seeing what's next for me and keep growing. Well, I think that's what makes you such a good trainer too. It's not that you don't have an I know it all attitude. Like whenever I meet any professional that seems like they're very, very confident in themselves. Let me think like... They're usually a dickhead, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like I feel like I'm confident. I just but there's I don't know it all. But right. it's not over. But you're aware. And yes. they, and if yes. someone goes in and like, oh, I have an injury, you work with it rather than being like, don't worry, you'll be fine. Yes. Right. Which yes. I have a friend that that happened to at the gym and, you know, the trainer was very cocky about it and she ended up hurting herself really badly and couldn't train for a while because he felt like he knew it all. So, I mean, even I have definitely, like, evolved my nutrition philosophy over the years. I used to be much more black and white and this is how it has to be and, like, to my own detriment and probably to some of my early clients and some of them are still with me because I was very open about being like, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. Let's do this now and let's see what happens. And so, you know, I tend to attract good people (laughs) who understand this is just a natural human thing that we evolve Evolve and we change. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I had a question. So you mentioned earlier about that um, being orthodox, that it, um, like food was a Mm. central focus. And it's funny, I definitely feel like there are a lot of, 
I feel like Jews say that and Italians say that. You know, like Puerto Ricans say that. that. It's the traditional food is used in all in many traditions. Absolutely, but I so I had a question, um, and I wondered if, and this sort of relates to what we were talking about earlier about whether a label is empowered. You know, it's not going to be a direct connection. It doesn't matter. But here's my th my question: Like, do you think because because um, I wasn't raised Orthodox, and so I view it as being sort of regimented, which it is. It I mean, is. The milk, the meat, you know, at different, the time differences. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I wondered if, do you think, is it possible that some of the reason you're, um, you know, you don't weigh and you don't like, like, the mm -hmm. restrictions is sort of a, um, like, I'm looking at Sharon, like, am I doing good? Yeah, I was like, this is It's sort of like a backlash to... Um, being forced, not forced, but you're being saying it's almost like you're. Are you saying like a rebellion? Like it's not like, a rebellion, but like trying to like balance it out, almost, right? Like if no, I would say uh, you would say a rebellion. I would say a rebellion. Okay. A but rebellion that, for, for no, like so you know because you have to you know the, it's not only the milk and meat, it's right. also the you have time these rules apart. put on you. Right. It's it's just the way it is. It doesn't look like it doesn't appear to be rules when you're raised I, like that. It sure, doesn't look I totally rules. get that, but so I um. I guess, so even parenting, like right. the strictest parents tend to have the most rebellious kids, even though that, that's just how they're raised. Right. So I'm not, like, I'm not sort of um, shading it or stigmatizing right. or batting no, it. No, no, I don't, I don't better word. So. But I guess I'm just, it's interesting to me that, you know. You're, you're saying like, because there were restrictions, is that why I don't like to, what, to weigh and measure my things? Yes, and also because it was, um, you know, I wonder if there was more attention paid to food by you in this situation because of the, um, I guess, the restrictions. But, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, that you don't look at it as restrictions. I didn't look at it like yeah. that. It was just the way it was. Yeah. Right. I think the, the reason why I don't weigh and measure is because I don't want to become obsessed. Yeah. Right. I don't want to be obsessed. And you know yourself that like you become balanced. obsessed yes. with those yes. things. Yes, I want to yeah. be balanced whole. And you're also, and I think this is really interesting, because lately I haven't been tracking my food, and I've tracked for a really long time. I used to track. Time. When I would watch, I right. would track. Exactly. Right. And so I think the tracking helped At me. At the beginning. I mean, immensely, because it gave, I you finally have to started. You want to lose. Right, in the beginning. But does it have to become a permanent way no, because at some point, A, you get to a place where you're happy, right? Like, I'm happy where I am. You know, I'm always working on my body because I like to yeah. go to the gym and I like to feel good. But I'm happy weight-wise. So, and I already, from tracking, I already have a sense of, like, I kind of know how much food I'm eating. I understand right. portions. You can eyeball it. I can eyeball it. And you can eyeball it yeah. because you did track and you don't have to... But when I tell you anymore. I eat a certain way, that yeah. way is, let's say, from Monday to half a Friday. Mm -hmm. From Friday and Sunday, you could find me in front of the cabinet eating out of the cookie jar. Right. But that's at 80-20. Yeah, it's 80-20 because you're balancing. Because since Monday through half a Friday, you're, you're, you're very I'm, I'm focused. focused. You're focused. I'm focused. Yeah. I know you, you eat a big salad every... Yeah. She makes I don't know amazing, about every, but... Okay, but you make amazing try, big yeah. salads, and you love vegetables, and yes. you're an amazing cook, Thank and you, you like... You do the whole food thing, and then on the weekend, you, you're already... So, like, if you were trying to lose weight, right? Like, if you were complaining to me that you're trying to lose but weight... But I just want to tell you, I mm -hmm. think the reason why I can eat so much mm -hmm. is because I go back to that eating on the weekend, yes. where I'm eating surplus of 2,500 
right. almost 3,000, probably, I'm just guessing, guessing right. yeah, yeah, yeah. at least almost 3,000 calories a day. And right. that's why I've been able to stay where I am because my body's not ever starving. Right. And you're balancing it out during the week. So right. like you essentially stay the same For me, weight. this works. Right, because you're you're already at a comfortable weight. Right. You don't need to lose weight. Right. And that's one of the things that I struggle with a lot of my clients is um, when they're tr really trying to lose weight and the weekends kind of, they get, they feel out of control on the weekends. So even if they're focused during the week and they're losing weight, then on the weekends they make up that difference. They're not. But if you're already at the weight that you're happy at, you can do that. Yes. And that's the difference between actively losing weight and being at maintenance. Which is an important distinction. It's very yes. important. Says the girl who listens, understands, and does jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am understanding. I am following this whole conversation. Thank you. You are halfway there. Uh, but, well, I still think you're amazing in terms of you have transformed a lot because your thinking is much different. Which and is true, which is the other side of weight loss, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's, you it's have all in your mind. Yeah. Everything's in your mind. I, I, that's yeah. my, I believe everything's in the mind. No, I agree. I mean, you know, one of the problems I have with patients will come to me and they're like, therapy's not working. Well, why isn't it working? Well, I'm just not changing. Well, did you do what we your suggested did you, you do? Your homework? Did you do homework? I don't even give homework. I'm like, well, did you listen to what I said? Did you do what I... Like, when I said, hey, give this a chance, even if it's not in your comfort zone, did you right. do that? No, because I know it won't work. You oh. know? So it's the difference between understanding and doing. But I do think understanding is the first step. Agreed. And your thinking starting to change right. is... Huge. And, and drop then, the excuses. Yeah. Like everyone's got excuses. Nobody yeah. wants to hear your excuses. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's exactly what I say to my clients, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. I do actually. I kind do of you? do say that to my patients. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I, that's funny. That's not working. I also yeah. threatened to throw tissue boxes at them. <laughs> I've done it twice. Okay. Um, so if you want a really good therapist, <laughs> yes, it's yeah. probably not me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would beg to differ. Yes, me too. I, I would too. listen to someone that threw tissue boxes at yeah. me. Right, well, I think it's a commitment. Direct, She's committed. You're they committed. They care. Right. It means yeah. you care. Right. I mean, if you want someone to blow smoke up your <laughs> That's ass. That's what I'm saying. Right. She cares. Like, if you want someone to blow smoke up your ass, I'm sure there's a place to find that. Mm. It's just not, yeah, not for me. You. And I'm guessing it's not for you either. No, it's not no, for me. No, very, yeah. You guys are very say it like it is. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is pretty good. It was nice to meet you. Yeah. It was really nice to meet so you. Too. Thank you. So is Deborah the one that does the, um, she does boot camp every other week yeah. on a Sunday. And I do personal training in people's homes yeah, or in you, my home. You do. Okay. People yeah. come to your house they too. They can or in and the five towns travel. area. In the five towns. And so how could people, if they're, you know, Long Island moms listening, how could people reach out to you? They can check me out on Instagram mm -hmm. at Deb with two B's, <laughs> D underscore fitness. And um, and we'll hear from you. We'll yeah. provide a Reach link. We'll provide a link on our Instagrams, I think. Or oh like yeah, definitely. Yeah. I I can't wait to post because you've posted some before and after pictures that are like mage. 
Yeah. Thanks. I'm going to use that to promote. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm getting better at this marketing you thing, Lindsay. Yeah. I suck at promotion. I'm horrible. Zone. I'm good at it. I will I'm take us, okay. I, will, I will not you lose weight, but I will take us on a promotion <laughs> list. We will help you lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that shit. She doesn't care. <laughs> now. It's, it's, you know. It's all right. It's not for everybody. Fuck all you skinny bitches. No, and especially when you're already so hot. I am already so hot. You are. This is you valid. are gorgeous. I, thank you. you I take gorgeous. all the right pictures from all the right angles. No, actually, you, you don't need no, it. You're right in front you of us. You're not at an actually, angle. Actually, this morning I was getting out of the car and this truck driver drove by and whistled at me and I was Woo! like, oh, man. And I was in like Woo! right on like in Woodmere and I was like, what is going on here? And then I realized like my boob was sticking out of my shirt. So valid point, dude. Valid Whatever. point. A whistle is a whistle. A whistle, a whistle is a whistle. <laughs> I agree. Doesn't matter how old they are. Yeah. How much they lean out of their truck. They could be 90. I will take it on Right, exactly. Don't care about that either. Well, well this has been a very fun episode of Very Marotic. fun. Yes. Thank you so much for coming in. My pleasure. Yes. Thanks for having so me. Fun. Thanks for having me. And this is Lindsay Weisner at Psych Shrink Mom. And Sharon Sapir at Sapir Nutrition. And this is a neurotic nourishment podcast. Neurotic nourishment. Neurotic nourishment. What did no. I say? Yeah, no. Okay. I was just repeating. It sounded like erotic nourishment, which <laughs> would also be interesting. Yes. Should we, should we do another We should do podcast? a spin-off of erotic, erotic nourishment. nourishment. We can just take pictures of you eating food. Ooh, we do the ASMR. No, that's my worst nightmare. But you guys haven't heard of the I weird have, thing but... where people post videos of themselves chewing like honeycomb really loudly. It's like a thing with the kids now. They listen huh? to... Yeah, it's... Uh, kids are really weird. Yeah, and I've like, seen videos of people eating tremendous amounts of food. That's another weird thing. <laughs> Just makes me. Or how about? Yeah, it all makes tremendous. me nauseous. To be honest, yeah, that can be our next. Oh, that can be our next. Um, Topic maybe. Sounds good. Maybe that's our new sign off actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> Helping us. All right. Thank you Thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye.